Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 187, looking at 2 Kings 1 and 2, Matthew chapter 10 verses 1 through 25, and then into Psalm 79. Let us first head into 2 Kings. And it seems no matter how many times you seek advice or second opinions, if you follow false gods and put the one true God in a lower place than the Lord over all, then you will face the consequence of your actions. The king came to the end of his life because of one simple yet profound issue. He looked to idols rather than to the Lord. What does the commandments clearly tell us? We will serve, seek and believe in no other God than the Lord himself. We then have this wonderful picture, which I don't have a lot of time to get in today, but there are two things I want you to see. First, Elijah, the faithful servant, did not die. Instead, he was caught up into heaven due to his unapologetic and faithful loyalty to the Lord. It really was a blessing to him. Second, ministry for the Lord is done in a team and looking to the next generation. The reign of ministry passed from Elijah to Elisha. We must always be seeking to train the next generation of ministry workers, for the Lord has an eternal plan and one that is far bigger than each one of us really is a wonderful picture, the blessing of the Lord through fire, angels, and the continuance of ministry work. We now head into the book of Matthew. Before Jesus sends his disciples out, note in verse 1 that he gives them permission. There's no power and no ability that the disciples have to use unless it first comes from Jesus. In fact, they are weak, and it's only through Christ they are made strong. There's no way they could do what Christ commanded unless he first gave them the ability. Once this had been established, two things are then clear in the passage. What the disciples are to do, and likely what they'll suffer because of it. And how do we sum up what they were meant to do? Simply put, they were to do as Jesus did. They were first and foremost to proclaim the kingdom. Do see that here. The proclamation of the truth comes before any physical sign. It is important that this order is obeyed for the kingdom is the one that the physical signs point to. Therefore, the people first need to know what the kingdom is, and the kingdom is Jesus Christ. They were then to do things that were not possible on their own strength, such as casting out demons. This is only possible in the name of Jesus, for it is only in the name of Jesus that such power exists. In doing these activities, many will want to make the disciples famous, but just like Jesus, they were not to accept any accolades or great wealth. They were simply to seek lodging and peace and then go about their work. However, as they worked, they would suffer a different response from some. They would face persecution. They would be physically beaten and emotionally attacked. They will demand responses to questions and they will demand their ways but the disciples are to plough on and serve the Lord, not the people, for the Spirit will bring them the words, the strength and the ability to keep serving. And so here is the truth from the passage. We serve by the permission of Jesus. We serve in the activities of Jesus, and we receive the same persecution as Jesus did. Yet we are to continue to be obedient, for this is the privilege of being called to service for the sake of the kingdom. We then finally have Psalm 79. Today's psalm is one of lament. Asaph is lamenting that the people of God are under attack from their enemies. He seems concerned about two things, how long the Lord will let it continue and how the Lord views the people. You see, being under attack from the wicked is actually allowed by God. Sounds crazy, but think about Job. Satan was not allowed to go after him until he had permission from God. When God allows hardship in our life, it's to encourage us to rely on him. 
In this reliance, our faith grows and God is further glorified. You see, this is how God views his people. Although they may have to go through hardship, he is their protector. He is the one who atones for their sin and therefore he is the one that sets them free from the wrath of God. We find in God both salvation and strength, protection and a challenge. No matter whether it be peacetime or wartime, God is still the focus. Our lament is not one of complaint, but of how long before we learn our lesson and draw close to Christ in obedience. The stronger our conviction is upon Jesus, then the more we see trials as part of the journey to know him more. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that through the journey you are there, through the trials you are there strengthening us. And Father, we pray that in our weakness we would be strong through Christ. Father, we pray that we would plough on with the ministry of Christ even when persecution hits and we pray that we would do so while always thinking about that next generation of gospel workers. And so, Father, in your strength we pray. Amen.